Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Hard Currency, the Financial Times podcast on all things foreign exchange. With me is Alan Wild, head of multi-sector fixed income at Bearings. Alan, welcome. It's the first of the month, the first day of the final month of this crazy year. November was remarkable for various peaks, and such as the 13-year high in the dollar index, uh, stock soaring, the pound's best month in seven years. How is it for you, November? How did bearings do in all that period? Well, as you say, Roger, it's been extremely volatile, not least in currency markets, but also in general in financial markets, and navigating through that has certainly been tricky. I mean, generally speaking, we've had a pro-dollar bias, so that has worked quite nicely. It didn't necessarily work for the reasons we would have anticipated Mm. at the beginning of the month, because like everyone else, we assumed that Clinton would probably win the US presidency. Mr. Trump has certainly shaken things up in the early stages. Quite how much of the policy initiatives turn into real economic activity or higher inflation remains to be seen. But it doesn't matter. That's what the markets are focused on at the moment. Do Do you think animal spirits are very much back in the market? I can see why you could draw that conclusion. I think it's too early to tell. That would probably be the caution in me that says we haven't got enough evidence yet. But I think financial markets obviously abhor vacuums and and usually don't like uncertainty. So that election in particular seemed to last forever in terms of campaigning. Now that it's out the way, there is some degree of clarity. It's different. We're all having to adjust to different means of communication from the president-elect and from his advisors. There will be a whole new set of people that we're less familiar with in Washington. So in that sense, it might be the catalyst that sets people to finally go about their business, uh, avoiding the the fear factor that's been there for such a long period of time. Yes. I mean, this is the difference in that the fear factor, as you say, made one cautious about the idea of Trump and his his advisers. Then we had Steve Mnuchin being appointed Treasury Secretary or appointing himself Treasury Secretary (laughs) on Wednesday. And in a sense, actually, the market seems to not care about the niceties and formalities of the way people talk or the way people are appointed even and just wants to get on with it. So in a sense, the Trumpflation trade, horrible phrase, is what all the market cares about. I think we're basing that on things that we know he would like to do and can do quickly. So changing taxes, whether it's cutting corporation tax or moving towards reform of taxation, is kind of an easy win for the administration to talk about at the moment. His spending plans, I think, are a little bit more complicated because they're not just pump priming, in my opinion. I I think there is more complexity there. Indeed, the Republican Party is not renowned for wanting to spend public money. So how the money materialises and whether it's in the form of private equity or public-private partnerships, I think, is detail, but can still be delivered in a short period of time, one would assume. So the, the focus is on the good things that the market can see. 
perhaps surprisingly, the market has chosen to ignore some of the negative things which might impede growth, such as like trade. Yes. You know, and trade has been relegated, despite being a big issue during the election. Trade has been relegated to second stage, or at least not stage at all, as for the time being. And to that extent, you know, I guess there might be a point at which markets rethink that everything is positive, and that might undermine slightly your contention that we're moving back towards more normal animal spirits. Although I can see that we could have a relatively lengthy honeymoon period where that might be the case. And, you know, momentum is a positive thing often. It's quite, it's not impossible that you could find people who are even reluctant acceptors that the US might have a better growth trajectory just throwing in the towel and saying, well, We've delayed this plan for so long, we're now going to spend some money. You know, CapEx is a big issue. So what does that mean in terms of, of how to trade December? I mean, does December feel a little bit of caution after all the thrill of the last three weeks? of? Well, you know, even yesterday, Roger, at the end of the month, there was a lot of speculation that some trades were being done for month-end window dressing and, right. and adjustment. So, you know, I, I guess if even part of that was true, then that takes away some end-of-year window dressing, which might take place on the assumption that markets do quieten down. And after November, maybe that is the likely direction of travel. Having said that, you know, there are a number of things that we have to face, some imminently, like the Italian referendum outcome this weekend, mm. uh, the Austrian in presidential elections. Mm. The Fed, who are although although 100% priced in to be yes. tightening, uh, you know, they still have to deliver. And then later we have the ECB. So, you know, there's a lot of events to overcome which could yes. change people's perception during Ooh, December. Where you sit now, you're buying the dollar. Are you on the other side seeing that there's good reason to sell the euro? Or is there a bit of more resilience in the euro? After all, the ECB, the European Union, they've been through crises before. They've shown a certain amount of resilience. Why wouldn't we believe that that couldn't happen again? Well, I think that's a good point. The reason why we'd be more pro-dollar is only partly related to Trump. I mean, I think the fact that the US was expected to tighten, although it wasn't fully priced in at the beginning of November, widens interest rate differentials. And the bond markets were already beginning to react to that before Trump was elected. So the differential in bond yields, I think, very much favours the dollar and that sort of carry strategy, if you like. It's even more profound against the yen, where, of course, the Bank of Japan has zero rates anchored or 10-year rates anchored at zero. So that as that differential widens, then, you know, it looks to me as if being long dollars is the right strategy to continue to have. So I think rather than as often as the case in foreign exchange, thinking about both sides of the equation, I think the emphasis has shifted to what's happening in the US and what's happening in interest rate differentials yes. that favours the dollar strategy. That said, as you rightly point, the European zone runs a current account surplus. The data in Europe has generally been in line, if not slightly better than expectations, although still lagging somewhat that of the US. So unless there are good reasons to be short euros indefinitely, then that would presumably revert at some point. That's so I think you see opportunities to be long dollars and then perhaps to take profits, but you probably don't want to be long dollars indefinitely because I think the euro probably will bottom at some stage in 2017. Okay. And just finally, Alan, somewhere between dollar and euro sits the pound, which has had a uh, remarkable November, its best month in seven years. All this is relative, of course, after the huge decline since Brexit. But are you a bit more neutral on the pound? Or how do you view where sterling can go, given some of the softness in the Brexit story around? 
Sterling is often halfway between the euro and the dollar, <laughs> so it's not unfamiliar territory. Yeah. And not surprisingly, perhaps it's moved directionally in the same way as the dollar against the euro. So you're right, there's been a bit of a recovery. Politics has been a part of that, I'm absolutely certain. I have to say, I don't see much more clarity in the direction of travel for the government. You know, we're stuck in this situation waiting for the Supreme Court judgment. The cabinet are keeping their cards very close to their chest. Although in some cases, if you have a long lens, perhaps you can see better than others. I don't think that there's very much at the moment to base any real judgment on. The market hears certain things. Discussions about single market access is, I think, one message. But then, you know, the, the clear policy to have our own control over borders is obviously a red line in the sand. So it's six of one, half a dozen yes. of the other, I think. I think your opening remark there was the most relevant one. Sterling has fallen a very long way. On long-term measures, it is a little undervalued, although I wouldn't go overboard on that. Mm. You know, Mr Carney probably is checked for the time being because the economy looks as if it's on a relatively solid footing. So further interest rate easing, on my opinion, is not immediately on the cards, although it remains a policy that could be used at some point in the future. We will see. Alan Wilde of Bearings, thank you very much. We'll be back with hard currency next week. We'll be looking at the aftermath of the Italian referendum and the ECB meeting next week. Please join us then. Goodbye. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.